Today, we will study wisdom, the prajna parameter, the last parameter of six parameter which we are studying now. Wisdom is the central notion of Buddhism. All the previous parameters such as generosity, ethics, patience, perseverance, and meditative concentration are helping this prajna, this wisdom, to arise. In Buddhism, wisdom means immediately experienced intuitive knowing that cannot be conveyed by concept or intellectual term. So this is wisdom. So this morning is a daunting task to talk of the wisdom which is un conveyable by word or <laughs> concept. In Buddhism, we have uh, two kinds of wisdom. First is conventional wisdom, and second is uh, ultimate wisdom. The first conventional wisdom is relating to understanding of our conventional world, the world we know, the world we live, and uh, the world we function all the time. This conventional wisdom means that to understanding the way in which karma functions. So when you have a wisdom, why things are happening the way it is in your life at this time, whether good or bad or positive or negative, there must have some reason, the cause and condition to do that. So this conventional wisdom helps us to understand what brings us happiness <coughs> and what action brings us suffering. This conventional Buddh uh, wisdom in Buddhism conveys all understanding of the world as it is. So if you have a conventional wisdom, you will understand why you are who you are, and where you are at this time. So this conventional wisdom means that you understand karma, you understand principle of cause and effect, and you understand what goes around comes around. So whatever happening, either challenges or difficulties, or happiness or good things in your life, you must have planted the seed and cause and condition in the past. That's why happening the way it is at this time. In a Zen monastery, a student went to the meditation teacher and said, my meditation is horrible. I feel distracted, my legs aching, and I'm constantly falling asleep, and it's just horrible. Mm -hmm. So you can identify that. In the beginning, we all go through that. And teacher replied, it will pass. And a week later, a student came again. My meditation is wonderful. I'm so peaceful, so alive, so um, aware. So just, uh, just it's wonderful. My meditation is wonderful. And teacher replies, 
it will pass. <laughs> so in our world, everything is in a state of a constant change, both good and bad experience. All of this will pass. So don't panic when you have difficulties and, and suffering and pain. Maybe there is a time really grow up in your spirit, understand what is cause of those suffering. If you have happiness, again, always think about it, what is the cause of this happiness and how can I make it this eternal happiness. So wisdom in Buddhism is like eyes to see things as they are. Please close your eyes for a moment. Do you see my smile? Do you see the flower? Do you see your loved ones? Not from your memory or imagination, but directly see it. If you don't open your eyes, you cannot see things as they are. It is a total darkness. Even though we have a physical eyes, we don't see things as they are until we attain this conventional wisdom. So you can open your eyes. So when you open your eyes, you see my smile, you see flowers, you see, oh, my loved ones sitting there. The way we see things in our world, most often we see things the way we want to see, not full picture. So if you have a, a karmic energy is red, so you put the red glass on your eyes and you see whole world is red. If your karmic energy is yellow, you put yellow glass on your eyes and you see whole world as yellow. If your karmic energy is blue, then you see whole world and everything is blue. So we don't see things as they are. This creates a larger problem in our human life, human relationships. If we don't aware what is going on, but just uh, see or hear things the way you want to see or the way you want to hear, then you don't have a full picture of the reality and true reality. Since they don't see whole picture, these people who do not understand this conventional wisdom, they complain everyone and everything else if things go wrong. They don't look at inward to see the root causes of the problem. Normally, most of things comes from you, starting from you. It went, back, went out and comes back to you as cause and effect uh, functioning in our world, in our life. The mind is the source of happiness and unhappiness. So think about your mind at this moment. If your mind is peaceful, 
happy and compassionate. You feel beauty and goodness in you and beauty and goodness in others. But if your mind is chaotic, confused, depressed, unhappy, then be selfish and you complain everyone else around you in your world. So when you see this clearly, what goes around and comes around, you can change the way you see things and change the way you uh, relate, change the way you speak and change the way you behave. Looking at one single flower or one thing, same things, people have a different ways of uh, to, uh, see it. If you have a half glass of water, some people see it as uh, half empty. So they have a negative way of seeing things and complaining and unhappy. Same half glass of water, some people see it half full, have a positive attitude. Then they make a progress. They make a real effort to understand their life and understand the world around them. So happiness is something we have to create, something we have to uh, make for ourselves. Happiness can begin with a very simple act, like a smile. Smile at you. Especially when you meditate, keep half a smile. So you could watch your breathing in and breathing out. If you constantly follow your breath, you can enter samadhi in the full oneness of your breath. If you smile to other people, you can brighten others. They feel better. Wherever you meet, wherever you go, if you smile, smiling at your family or student or anyone you meet, it brightens your life and brightens others' life. So let's keep smiling. I hope to see everybody smile more so you become a happier person and uh, help others to be happy. A smile is not only expression of your own happiness, but also smile is a cause of your happiness. If you smile, you feel better. If you others smile at you, of course, you feel much better. So you feel like you can do something more to help them out. So we can begin smiling campaign today. Let's smile more. Always smile at you. Smile at your breathing. Smile at your meditation. Just recognize your mindfulness with a smile and smile to others. The source of happiness and the source of suffering comes from our own mind. Suffering comes from your uncultivated, undeveloped mind and happiness comes from your centered, peaceful, and insightful mind. So everything is condition of your mind makes you happy or feel bad and sad or unhappy. 
So a way to free from suffering is to change your mind. It's hard to change somebody else's mind, but we can change our mind. Your mind has great capacity, great talent to know your true self, your, your true nature, which is wisdom and enlightenment. So wisdom dispelled the darkness of delusion. Suffering we experience, uneasiness we experience, dissatisfactory or unhappy things or depression can be ended by your wisdom understanding this conventional wisdom as well as uh, uh, ultimate wisdom that we'll talk about soon. So how do you understand your past, present, and future? And how do you know where you are at this time? Sotesan said, if you want to understand the causes that exist in the past, look at the result as they are manifested in the present. And if you want to understand what result will be manifested in the future, look at the causes that exist in the present. So this way you can understand your past and present by deeply looking at your present life, your present being. So with this uh, conventional wisdom of understanding what goes around comes around and cause and effect and love of karma, love of causality. Second wisdom in Buddhism, which is a fundamental, very important, we call it ultimate wisdom, which means that direct realization of emptiness, which is a non-dual. The experience of this emptiness or ultimate truth is a beyond duality. That's why it's a very hard to describe it in language. Because the language itself is a dualistic and based on contrast. Contrast. So definitive moment of a prajna, definitive moment of your wisdom is insight into emptiness. Symbol here as a circle seeing the true nature of a reality. That's why realization of this uh, prajna wisdom is equated with the uh, attainment of enlightenment. So wisdom is an insight into essential nature of phenomena. So what is the important word here of emptiness? When we talk about the uh, ultimate wisdom is to know emptiness, and emptiness means that there is a no inherent self-existence. Emptiness means that it is impossible to exist anyone and anything in isolation. Everything exists in dependent with condition and cause. So this is emptiness. Emptiness of independent existence. Emptiness in Buddhism doesn't mean nothingness. Emptiness means that empty of your isolated I, my, me, mine. As an example, my hands as an isolated I, hands cannot exist without everything else in my body. 
If I don't eat food, hands cannot exist. If I don't breathe air, this cannot exist. If my whole body uh, is malfunctioning, my hand is uh, suffering. So hands, this can be an isolated being. We think it's I, my, me, mine, but this is a part of a whole, interdependent with the rest of uh, things in the universe. So our isolated being, we think, is, is a force. So we tend to attach to our ego, I, my, me, mine, that is, in Buddhist wisdom, that is a false view. There is a no such independent I, my, me, who is exist forever. It's just temporary we are here because of cause and conditions. Then if cause and conditions are disappearing, we will not be here anymore. So we are changing forms. So what is the difference between awakened one and not awakened one? Awakened one will understand this very clearly, that there is a no separate existence of a self. But we are interdependent with everyone else and everything else, including air and water and all living beings, all human beings, as our brethren. So the founding master said that we only possess the limited object that actually belong to us. Our home is only the actual house in which we live, and our family only the people to whom we relate. But Buddha has called all things in the universe his possessions. The world is his home, all, all sentient beings, his family. Hence, our aim is to strive to attain Buddha's wisdom and ability. <coughs> so it is very clear now why Buddhas and Bodhisattvas vow to save all sentient beings. Because it's the ultimate wisdom of emptiness. Why Buddhas and Bodhisattvas consider all sentient beings uh, their family? Because of interdependency of them. If we look at this one, this emptiness and the interconnectedness helps us to understand that my well-being is not isolated. Whatever happening to me is all related with the life around us. If things go well, again, so many people in the course helping that happen. If you have a big problem again, there's not only your isolated problem, but all around you contribute to that problem. So our well-being is deeply related with the life around us. My well-being is deeply related with your well-being and your well-being deeply related with the well-being of Earth. It's if whole Earth, as we see this environmental degradation, if Earth is suffering, we are suffering too because we are dependent on their products. So the full realization of ultimate wisdom of a prajna parameter is that we are not simply a separate self 
trying to do good things for others. But serving the welfare of all beings is a natural expression of our, of our awakened heart of emptiness. So we realize that the one you serve or the one being served or a compassionate action itself are one. So there is a no separate ego or separate self to be found in this wisdom of ultimate reality. <coughs> so what we think this I or this ego is a false I, wrong view or distorted view. That's why awakening is critical to know this emptiness yourself. In this understanding, in this seeing emptiness in your own experience means that you begin to transcend all those boundaries between you and others. And human and nature, human and God, all those things disappeared because we are all interdependent as one. With this supreme wisdom, we go beyond acceptance and rejections. Don't be happy when you are accepted or don't be sad when you are rejected. It's a really not isolated being at all. And hope and fear and dualistic thoughts as well as ego clinging. So all of this one, because of our wrong view of reality and wrong view of who we are. In order to free ourselves, we must release our ego attachment and reserve this dualistic concept of you and me, me and others, us and them, good and bad, or right and wrong. So in Buddhism, that's why wisdom is door to awakening and Buddhahood. So conventional wisdom to understand karma to understand principle of cause and effect and to understand what goes around comes around. With this ultimate wisdom of emptiness, nothing stands by itself. Everything is interdependent and interconnected. So by understanding these two wisdoms, we overcome ignorance that, and attitudes that lead to there's negativity, negative thoughts, or negative feelings, negative words, and negative behaviors. In this place, since all you send out, coming back, if you send out positive energy, positive things comes back to you. If you send out a nasty word, nasty things coming back to you. So if you understand this uh, simple conventional wisdom, as well as this interdependency of this uh, ultimate wisdom of emptiness, you will have compassion. Unlimited compassion arising from this expression of your emptiness, expression of this uh, two wisdom. And deepening and strengthening your attitude, your altruistic attitude toward all living beings. So understanding these two wisdom, not by my Dharma talk at all. You have to experience it yourself. I'm just uh, finger pointing the truth. I hope you got some hint to experience it yourself so you, will, you can awaken yourself 
you can experience it and you have a real wisdom uh, through your uh, understanding and experiencing it. And that is the reason we are practicing meditation, all these different parameters with perseverance, patience, and generosity. We keep practice all of those six parameters, and one day, aha, you will experience aha. This one Reverend Lee was talking about. Now I got it. This one, Gautama Buddha talked about it. Now I know it. This one, oh, Sotesan talked about it. I know it now. So I want you to experience that and really uh, cultivate your own happiness and share with the whole life around you.